Welcome to the Ulster Business Podcast. My guest for this episode of the podcast is Mark Sterrett, the UK Network Director for Northern Ireland with the British Business Bank. The government-owned economic development bank has been assisting firms of all shapes and sizes here since 2014, but it was also at the forefront of administering many government assistance schemes amid COVID-19. Mark Sterrett, welcome to the Ulster Business Podcast. John, thanks very much. Thanks for having me on. Mark, I suppose just first of all, speaking generally, uh, I suppose just talk to me about the British Business Bank uh, and the work it's doing generally, and then we can sort of talk about specifics in, in Northern Ireland. Yeah, yeah, no, no problems with the bank was established back in, in 2014 and really had a very simple core mission right from the outset. And that was to make finance markets work better for smaller businesses to help them prosper and grow. So try and keep it as simple as that. Um, now that, that mission has has changed this year and the mission for the bank now is, is to continue to make finance markets work um, better for smaller business, but it's to help them grow now in a sustainable way as we look to the future and help that, that small business cohort really transition towards a net zero environment in line with the UK target of doing that by, by 2050. So that remains our, our, our core core goal and mission. Take me through sort of a typical example. What does that mean for say a Northern Ireland business who's listening to this or who's already involved in um, being involved with the bank? Yeah, it's, it's it's something that um, the banks, like I say, has been here since 2014, and we've got that remit. We are the UK government's economic development bank, um, so we're not a bank in, in in the terms of having a presence on the high street. We don't hold a banking license. So what we do is we operate on the on behalf of the government to try and make those finance markets work better. We um, since since inception in 2014, we've been putting more supply of finance into the marketplace so, so businesses can access those. And we do that through a whole um, big network of, of delivery partners. So rather than us lending the money directly um, by ourselves, we um, sign up delivery partners and they do it on our behalf. So businesses in Northern Ireland have been benefiting from British Business Bank funding for, for many years and, and perhaps many wouldn't necessarily realise it because it's been done through partners locally, in, in, including the High Street Banks, um, Enterprise Northern Ireland, deliver one of our programmes, the, the Startup Loan Scheme. Um, we work with the likes of White Rock um, Capital in Belfast, where we, we part fund one of their um, funds as well alongside Invest Northern Ireland. So, like I say, there's been businesses benefiting from the from the British Business Bank for years, but like I say, perhaps not necessarily knowing exactly where the funds came from. And, and what, in terms of sort of investment numbers or the number of companies you're working with, what sort of scale are we talking about at the moment, just for Northern Ireland? It's, it's been changed, John, um, as you might appreciate, over the last little while um, in terms of the COVID schemes. That has really changed the, the dial. Um, so if, if I take it back from, from before that, um, there have been several thousand businesses in, in Northern Ireland benefiting from, from the supply that we were putting in prior to, to the government uh, COVID loan schemes that were initiated last year. To put it in some sort of um, context, we've been providing about 11 million of finance in through that startup loans um, uh, model that we have that's delivered for us locally by Enterprise uh, Northern Ireland. Um, and like I say, that's over about 1,200 different businesses have, have benefited from that since that's been in place. There's been firms locally this year, um, a brilliant business, um, Woodwork by Will, Will Smith down in County Down. Uh, he's one of the ambassadors that the bank has signed up. We've got an ambassador in every region and nation in the UK, and Will's kindly agreed to do that for us um, this year. So it's fantastic to see what he's managed to do. And he's, he's told us through that ambassador program that the funding that came in as part of that really helped him to accelerate and, and land bigger contracts than he would have perhaps thought he could do beforehand. So it's great to see that sort of real life example of the impact that the funding that we have that comes into play. And we've got sort of many other examples as well, right through that scale and spectrum from, from that startup stage that wills that through to the more developed and fast growth business, um, the likes of Neurovalance, Jason McKeown um, in, in Belfast doing brilliant things 
Um, on that side, we've supported him through one of our delivery partners. Be Secure is another one again, um, doing, doing brilliant things. And they've really transitioned forward now, taking that forward for businesses in, in Northern Ireland to go and expand now on a global scale. And it's brilliant to see the impact that they're having. And Mark, what, um, I suppose what impact did the COVID-19 then have, I suppose, in the work that you're doing? And what initiatives then were you involved with during that, particularly during the start of that period? Yeah, it's it's it a, a big impact. I think it did provide us of a vital um, supply of, of cash for those businesses because when obviously when COVID hit, it, it hit very, very quickly um, and businesses were faced with a really uncertain um, short-term, near-term future. So um, the government asked the British Business Bank to, to step in and administer those schemes, namely for the businesses in Northern Ireland. That's the, the Siebel schemes, the Coronavirus Business Interruption Loan Scheme, and then the Bounce Back Loan Scheme as, as well. So across Northern Ireland, businesses benefited from just over two, $2 billion of additional finance under those two schemes, which was a really timely boost and I think bought a lot of businesses a little bit of time to, to readjust to, to how things have been changing um, in, in the time ever since. So it's, it's had a massive impact. In terms of my own um, role in that, um, I led one of the project teams within the bank uh, in terms of trying to get more lenders accredited to make sure that we had as many um, active lenders out there making those loans available to, to smaller business. And there was a fairly intense period of time. I'm going back to, to last March, it ran for about six months. I led one of the teams internally. And with a lot of work to do with, with, with vetting those applications from new lenders coming on board. And it really grew the bank's balance sheet quite substantially. So in some sort of context, um, prior to COVID, the bank had about eight billion of finance in use in the UK, and once we moved forward a year forward from that, it was more in the region of eighty to, to ninety billion. So it really was transformative in terms of the additional finance that was there. And like I say, for, for Northern Ireland, that's about, about two billion in total. And just in terms of your own experience and you know time working in finance, how did you see the the financial impact of COVID nineteen hitting businesses compared to say you know recessionary times or any other sort of blip in the in the road in terms of of how how stark the impact was for for companies and businesses here. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult to compare, isn't it? Those of different times. I my, my own career, I was working in, in banking um, when the financial crisis occurred back in sort of 20, 2008 through to ten or twelve. So seeing that at that stage from a banking perspective, I, I think probably the difference, John, for for us as we would see it is this affected everybody. Um, some businesses were able to come through it and were able to identify um, some positive outcomes in, in the short term, which is fantastic to see. And I really did, I suppose, create that environment for, for quick thinking and, and innovation and, and agile business management. But the reality is the majority were adversely affected, uh, at least in the immediate short term, because of the, the, the national lockdown that came into play. And I think it caused a lot of anxiety and uncertainty for, for business owners as, as well, uh, not least on the financial side. So I think the support that came into play through the bounce back and the, and the Siebel schemes um, really did come at a, 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 at a time when it was essential for, for that because it did buy that little bit of time. I think what we've seen since then is that businesses have, have proved their resilience. They've been fantastic. Um, the vast majority of businesses have have managed to, to adjust. They've taken on board the, the new trading landscape in terms of what that means for them, be it um, you know, social distancing or, or masks or whatever it is, be it hospitality or otherwise. And even to see that resilience coming through from businesses as um, as COVID was hitting, a lot of businesses you know, managing to pivot and, and change their business model and perhaps taking what they were doing before and looking to do something differently as, as they adapted. So I, I think it's been fantastic to see that resilience and businesses here in Northern Ireland have been so at the fore of that long, long being resilient. I think that's a feature of business here. Uh, and this was just, uh, another opportunity to, to showcase that to some extent. And, you know, we're, we're estimating around 38% growth uh, in Northern Ireland's private sector this year following the, the start of the pandemic. What sort of challenges do you think we're facing in, in 2022 for, for companies? 
Yeah, I, th I think it's a mixture of, of, of challenges uh, and also opportunities. I think the two go probably hand in hand to some extent. Um, that piece around the, the additional debt that was taken on, you know, I say it was a timely boost when it, when it came in, um, 12 months or more. Uh, but the reality is it, is it is debt and it does need to be repaid. So that, that will present a challenge for some business as they, as they seek to, to move through the repayment profile for that. What we're seeing uh, encouragingly is that the, the repayment profiles on those are, are very strong. Businesses are, are, are keeping their, their repayment profiles as, as they intended to. A number have actually chosen to repay that debt in full, but I fully appreciate for others that will you know, present more of a challenge, obviously, as we see at the minute, as the Omnicom variant is, is, is taking hold again. So I think that's something to, to, to keep an eye on for business is in terms of that repayment capacity and, and how that might play into whatever growth ambitions they might have for next year or the years ahead to make sure those two can go hand in hand. And that's something the bank have, has a part to play in in terms of helping to support. And we recently produced a, a, a managing debt um, support booklet and it's on, our, it's on our website. And it does just talk through the types of uh, information the business should be looking at as they approach their repayments in terms of engaging with the lenders early to have conversations if they feel it is something that might be a struggle for them next year. And I would certainly encourage any, any business to take a look at that. Um, I think the other big thing for me, John, at this stage is you know, in a year when we've had COP26 is that transition towards a net zero. So the UK have have a target to, to be there by, by 2050 and smaller businesses really have a, a massive opportunity to play a big part in that. And to put that in a bit of context, we released a, a research report just this year that identified that a smaller business account for about 30% of all greenhouse gas emissions in, in the UK. So it's quite a significant contribution towards that. And if you consider it in terms of just the business world, smaller business is, is 50% and the other 50 obviously being sort of larger and industrial sized business. So that's a big contributor on that side. And therefore the opportunity is, is huge, I think, for small business to, to, to gain some momentum on that and, and help the UK forward towards that, that ambition. And then and just in terms of that sort of situation that, I suppose firms are facing is is debt going to be an issue for companies going forward i mean we're still you know we still have the moratorium on on many of the commercial debts that have uh extends in the next year uh, and then as you were saying obviously that that the financial assistance that many of these companies received during COVID is is you know it, it wasn't a handout essentially it mm. was there to as a, as a support uh mechanism during that is that is that going to be front and center for a lot of firms or is it something they factored into their their planning for say next year or for 2022 and the years beyond I think it's probably it's not a one-size-fits-all approach to that. I, I think what, what we saw look, looking back on it, there were a number of smaller businesses at that point um, when, when COVID hit that they hadn't planned to take on, on debt and they would would have been classed before as a, as a permanent non-borrower, hadn't, hadn't taken on external finance for a long period of time, but through this process have found themselves with that. Uh, and it's probably those that, that we feel need that extra support just in terms of managing what that means for a business about um, cash flow forecast about getting ahead of the game and trying to manage that as best as possible and like i say that that support is is there from us and we would certainly encourage that you know, those smaller businesses and all to engage with with advice and support but i've said that the repayment profiles are are looking strong at the minute um business has performed um, well throughout the period given all the circumstances that are there and we're still seeing um a significant number of firms looking to plan for for growth next year um, and particularly firms that are coming through in, in particular sectors around tech um, that have a global um, a source of global ambition and a global marketplace to aim for and it's been fantastic to see some of the fundraising rounds that have happened um, over the last 12 months in in northern ireland i think that shows northern ireland as a, as a great place to grow a business um, to set it up and, and look then to, to expand that into into a global environment and there's been some fantastic um, success stories around that Mark, just just regarding the business that you're dealing with or speaking to in Northern Ireland in particular, um, what's the general consensus among companies that you're speaking to, especially those that trade outside of of, of Northern Ireland and, and the islands in general? 
um, in regards to their views on on the protocol? Yeah, we do speak to businesses regularly. We we do lots of survey work with them. I speak to them um, directly. Uh, we've done survey work this year on uh, on different aspects, including net zero and just general um, sort of trends, etc. And obviously, the the protocol issue has been included within that intel intel gathering. Um, Really, again, in terms of access to finance, it's not something that we're seeing is having a significant impact. Uh, we have uh, rolled out the recovery loan scheme that's available to businesses in Northern Ireland as it is in, in all parts of, of the UK. So availability is there and it is being used. I, I think from reading press coverage, John, and, and you'll be probably you'll see this as much as I do. I think there's, there's probably businesses that are benefiting and others that would feel that they're being restricted to some extent. Um, but again, I, I think there's opportunities um, to trade. I think Northern Ireland businesses have a, have a global appeal now and probably more importantly, have that global ambition. And it's back to that piece again, I think about resilience. There, there will always be hurdles on, along the way in terms of looking to, to set up a business and then, and then to grow business. What's been fantastic to see is how businesses locally have, have managed to work their way around that. And um, I think what we can hope for is, is some degree of certainty and that then helps businesses to, to plan more for it. Mark, I suppose what's next for the the bank in terms of just the you know the the activity, particularly in Northern Ireland. Are there any new schemes or initiatives or any I suppose any new projects or types of companies it's going to be working with in the coming months and I suppose even years ahead? Yeah, we we want to work with um as many businesses as possible, John. We want to make sure like for, for a bit of context. My my role within the bank is is, is director for for Northern Ireland, but also for for Scotland and Wales, and I lead the teams across those three devolved nations. So. What I want to see and what the bank wants to see is as many businesses really understanding and having the awareness and, and the access to the information that will help them sort of make choices about, about finance and how that might help them grow their business. And so it's not to say that um, all finances is, is, is good. It's not to say that all finances is necessary, um, but it's to say that it'd be a great position to be in if as many small businesses felt that they knew who to turn to if they wanted to grow the business quickly. So perhaps explore the options around equity um and know the people locally that could provide that and for me that's a big focus for us going forward uh, as we go into next year look and personally within northern Ireland, I, I i live in oma john so i'm not um i'm not in belfast every every day of the week by any stretch i really want to see the brilliant small businesses that i see day and daily here i used to work in in Uri. i've spent time on the north coast in korean so many brilliant businesses and i think sometimes uh, they're not getting the access to the information at the same speed as, as others that are based uh, in belfast so it's a personal ambition of mine as well to make sure that we, we do our best to level up playing field and get the access because i think if we get the access to the information um the flow of finance is there the ambitions there within the business the sort of the brilliant local business owners are there uh, i think that combination can really um, be you know hopefully achieve a step change in terms of growth for that as well so that, that that's a big thing for for me personally and and, and for the bank as we go into next year um and net zero i, I think it's something that there's it's coming to a tip on point we did some I mentioned before but the bank does does research we did some research on this uh just this year it tells us that um, yeah, small businesses are definitely getting the concept of the understand net zero. It's it's something that they appreciate will affect their business. But at the minute, the majority are saying we just have other priorities that we don't see ourselves taking um, actions around this in terms of a coherent strategy in the next two years. I think this is something we really want to see a focus coming into into 2022 and beyond to try and uh, achieve some momentum along that lines. So yeah, that's that would be something else that we'll be working on. And and I do get a sense from speaking to the banks in Northern Ireland that there's a sort of sense of um, collaboration around this. Not always the case. You know, the banks are, you know have their own priorities at, at different times throughout the year. But this is a topic that they really do want to come together on. And 
and it helps sort of clear the landscape so small business can understand what is there. Um, you know, there is some, when we look at, at small business, there's so many brilliant initiatives, supports, advice, supply of finance, so much so that sometimes it can be a bit crowded. I think that's something we have to look at in terms of how do they actually get to the end game and in terms of the answers they need. So there's a, an onus really on the financial services sector and, and British Business Bank as a part to play in that and to help coordinate that and make it easier for business to, to look at. So yeah, that, that again will be another priority for me, for me as we move into next year. And Mark, just finally, um, I suppose crystal ball time, but just outside of just the world of, of finance, I suppose, but you know the the growth we've experienced this year has you know partly been down to a low base that we're coming from um but we are seeing employment levels up you know pre-covid um and the like as well 2022 um do you do you see further growth for the economy do you see it stronger or weaker than than 2021 i think the opportunity is there for for further growth there's definitely going to be challenges ahead um there's no two ways about that i think you'll know, talk about about the the debt that some businesses have on board there's going to be economic um um, headwinds in a certain regard, but I think Northern Ireland is now a place that has has global ambition, and also on, on the flip side of head, it also has global appeal. We're seeing um, investors investing in Northern Ireland from all across the world now. Um, you know, investors from the states are coming here on a regular basis. They're seeing what's what's brilliant, and they're backing it. And I think what's fantastic to see is other small businesses see that, and it acts as, as inspiration. It acts as a as a case study, and thinks um, makes people think. Well, if, if that business can, I can as well. Uh, and other investors are, are seeing Northern Ireland as a place to, to come and grow. And I think that is, is something that will be a, a strong help towards towards growing the economy uh, and continuing to, to see that progress. And I want to look at Northern Ireland, I can say business before certainly have a reliance or would turn to debt first. We are beginning to see that change. I think that use of equity is, is coming more into, into everyday business, not just in the tech space, but certainly even outside of that. And examples of business, the likes of, of Bob and Bert's cafe chain, it, it, so it, it doesn't need to be a a very techie or perhaps a medical devices type of environment that, that can happen, that, that equity finance option can transform a, an everyday type business that we all understand in terms of, 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 of a cafe culture. So I think once we get more around that, I think that is the potential to really help help drive forward the, the economy. I think that's, that, that's a good thing. Okay, Mark, thanks very much for your time. No problem. Thanks very much. You can listen to all the episodes of the Ulster Business Podcast at ulsterbusiness.com. Spotify, Apple, and SoundCloud.